Welcome to Help a Girl Out. I'm Rachel, and I am back with my main girl, Katie. We are back in action. Katie, how is it going? It's going well. I can't even tell you how much I miss you. I can't express it either um, because I really miss you and I really love you. And it's been like 279 days since I've seen you. Oh, my God. That's a scary thought. Well, at least I think so. You know me. I'm not the best at math, but that's what I'm going with anyway. Close Actually, though, Katie, I just drove past with Kurt past Jefferson Heights. Do you remember when we drove past the Jefferson Heights apartment when we were going to Perkins? And I was like, what's this place? And you were like, Heights. And I was like, okay. So I was like, my dad was like, look at this area. There's roundabouts coming up. And I was like, yeah, I already know. Because I was here with Katie. Okay. Getting some Perkins when I had two meals at the same time because that's what you have to do when you're deprived of Perkins is order a pot roast melt at 10 o'clock in the morning to take home it's fine see I go for like their um appetizer sampler thing you know where you get like fries chicken wings mozzarella sticks I think even like queso and chips I can't remember for sure okay I love that. I love the appetizers. I love basically everything at Perkins. That's my problem. Like, can Perkins cater my wedding? Just asking, asking for a thought. I really, really, really wish that they would start offering appetizers. This goes for every restaurant. Appetizers as like an entree level amount, though, because I'm after your mozzarella sticks. I'm after your flatbread or whatever your appetizer is, but I don't want to have to get two to fill myself up. I would like it to just be an option. So like, for instance, there's this restaurant called BJ's brew house. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it, but I haven't been there. Okay. Their sweet potato fries are like ungodly. Like they're the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. Love the adjective ungodly. I feel like that is a great adjective. Thank you. So every time I go there, I'm like, hi, can I just get like an entree? And they're like, we only can have them in sides. You can get a side amount. And I'm like, well, can you just charge me for two sides, but give me an entree? And she's like, no, but I can bring you two sides. Who wants to order two sides? Like, that's embarrassing. Like, two, like you're going to bring me two separate plates of fries. Could you just bring me the one? With the amount of two, but they act, you know, and then I just feel difficult. So it's just, but I'm willing to spend more money on these sweet potato fries. Okay. Well now I want them. So can you take me there, please? Yeah, it's a date. Today's episode is brought to you by restaurant.com. With restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com slash podcast. That's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. I see you're eating uh, little, little muffins. 
Yes, these here are called little bites, okay? For those of you who cannot see, which is all of you, I will provide photographic evidence of what I am eating. I actually have a funny story about little bites. So these are um, chocolate chip mini muffins, okay? They come in the little packs, individual packs. They're meant for like kids' lunch boxes, okay? This is uh, antenamins. And Hostess also used to make them. I believe they still do. I don't really know. Didn't Hostess go like bankrupt with the Twinkie? Don't really know. Anyway, I thought they got brought back. It was a whole thing. But anyway, I really liked these um, in like fourth and fifth grade when I was a little chubby. So <laughs> um, I have like a really great photo actually of, I think my brother gave me this bright orange jumpsuit for Christmas, but it was like a crop top before crop tops were a thing. So it was like the top sweater was meant to be cropped and then you wore a white tank top underneath. But let me just say it was not flattering for chubby little Rachel. <laughs> not my finest look. So and I so I wasn't like huge at all, but I was definitely like a little bit chubby in I don't know if it was fourth, fifth grade. And I think I want to say it was fifth or sixth grade that I used to wake up every morning and I don't know if anybody else did this, but I would shower and then I would sit in front of the heater to get warm again. <laughs> no, no one else did that. Just you. Okay. Okay. Well, that's Minnesota probs. And also the fact that my father kept the house at like 55 degrees. So I would sit in front of the heater. I would have myself a little bag of mini muffins and that was my breakfast. And then eventually I was like, I feel like that was at the age where, you know, you started wearing a bra, you started like learning about whatever weird things, adult things. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm like a little chunky. And so for Lent, I gave up chocolate chip mini muffins. <laughs> And basically put myself on like a mini muffin diet. And, <laughs> and yeah, I lost the weight. Yeah. I didn't even know. It's just weird to think about. Um, okay. I have something kind of similar. Something to branch off of that. Um, I too was a little chubby. <laughs> and um, came up with my own diet. And I wrote out, like, a meal plan for the week of how I was going to hit each food group. But my grain oh my God. was Pop-Tarts. <gasps> my fruit it was, do you remember those cereal straws? Yes. Oh, my God. Did you ever have those? So my fruit was the Fruit Loop cereal straws. I knew you were going to say Fruit Loop. As soon as you said Fruit Loop, I was like, she's going to say Fruit Loop. She's going to say Fruit Loop for fruit. I just know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember what I put for the rest, but I was a little discouraged when the weight wasn't coming <laughs> off. And my mom and my sister found my, like, food log diary. Oh, my <laughs> and they were God. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you can't possibly think that a Pop-Tart constitutes as a grain. Oh, <laughs> and, I think it's um, cute. <laughs> you were trying. Yeah, they still, 
they still bring it up now. I, I was trying. I think that for sure. Katie, like, because I think that was kind of the age where you first became aware of like, you know, kind of like looking at other people and comparing yourself to other people and being like, oh, you know, like, and like my best friend was really little, like beyond, like so tiny. So I was just going to like, oh, what's this? And like, you start kind of comparing yourself and then you're like, okay, what are you going to do? So I used to do that. I didn't make a food group plan with Fruit Loops and Pop-Tarts, but I did eat a lot of Pop-Tarts. That was another problematic area. But I did. This is really embarrassing. This is, like, beyond embarrassing. I shouldn't be saying this out loud. But I used to dance by myself downstairs for, like, seven hours. And I used to write down the name of each song that I danced to. Why? I don't know. I used to pretend I was dancing (laughs) with... A boy. Yes, that's also true. And I also used to pretend that I was like a pop star dancer, you know, like I'd be like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, like all over the place. And to top it all off, and then I would pretend I was slow dancing. That's also embarrassing. But the worst part of that, and this was like my exercise, okay, because I had quit dance class. I did ballet and tap and jazz up till I was in like third or fourth grade. And then we switched to a new school and I thought it was too hard. So I was like, bye. But I miss dancing. So I used to just dance for hours on end and entertain myself. Um, But the most embarrassing part is that when Justin Bieber's One Time came out, that hit the charts. And I was like, I'm going to tell you one time. But I was like crying all over myself. And I used to refuse to leave the house in case that song came on. My parents would be like, do you want to go to the carnival? And I'd be like, hell no. What if one time by Justin Bieber comes on? I could be missing that shit. So I would literally stay at home all day <laughs> with Radio Disney blaring and just wait, wait for the song to come on. Like, God forbid I listen to freaking YouTube, but no. I-, I was just gonna ask. I was gonna say, why didn't you just YouTube it? Okay, again. That's how he became famous, I'm pretty sure. No. It was off of YouTube. That is correct. So, so my household was so we had just one computer that we got when I was in second grade but it was dial up and it was linked to the phone and if you think that I like to talk my mother really likes to talk so you know between the two of us the phone was not really working out that well and then um Jake my younger brother with autism he got really into the computer so I basically like we would have to kind of share the computer with the phone. And I also, I didn't get a cell phone until I was in like, I think I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. So I didn't really have the technology. And I also just liked the suspense of like not knowing that it was going to come on. So this is what I would do. It would come on. I'd go, I'm going to tell you one time. And I'd like flail around. Okay. And act like I was in the music video with, with Justin. I'd flail around. And then afterward. I would be so tired. <laughs> Sorry, my father is wondering what's going on in here. He's he's highly concerned about this conversation. Um, and he so now he's now he's brought. We have an intruder. We have the dog in here. He's coming to to intrude and listen to this conversation because he definitely would have appreciated my dance moves. So basically, I would flail around. Okay, I'd be like huffing and puffing out of breath. And then I would do this thing every time where I would throw myself on the floor. Like, oh my God. 
and I would just collapse on the kitchen floor. And it was like an attention seeking thing. My parents would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, Justin Bieber, I just came on and I, I just died and like really dramatic. And then I would be like, can I go to his concert? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, oh, okay, yes, I mean, like he wasn't even on tour yet. And I was, I was convinced I was going to marry him and I was his chosen one and that he liked my dance moves. I don't think he would have liked my dance moves. I don't think anybody would have liked those dance moves and no one should be subjected to that. But it is embarrassing to think of how long I kept that up for. Like, I think I was in high school and still dancing in my room. <laughs> I'm really not sure. But anyway, I did that as a form of like, I wanted to try and stay in shape. And like, I thought dancing was good exercise. So it was just all in all embarrassing. And I, I think that Katie, I think you would agree that I have become a much better dancer. Like, I think you see me in the club and you're like, wow, she's good. Especially when Hotel Motel Holiday Inn comes Oh my God, that song is my my jam. At the end of the day, that is my song. I love that. And I, I actually saw a post the other day on Facebook, I think where it was like, why do you guys even miss going to clubs anyway? All they do is play Pitbull. And I was like, uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> i can't stand pitbull i know i know well normally i remember when his songs used to be like you know his originals were on the radio and i was like who is this guy but then once you actually get a tequila sunrise and you're in the club and hotel motel comes on it's like okay i'm feeling this but i make it sound like i go to the club all the time i have not been to a club in like a year and a half so please don't read into that and think that i'm some party animal i i'm very for me it's like any any Pitbull song with Enrique, I'm in, but I'm a big Enrique fan. Oh my god, me too. I'll fight you for him. No, I'm just kidding. I love him. Like, he is just perfect in every type of way. And I feel like he would be good for you because, you know, the Spanish element, like, oh. Would, do you listen to his songs in Spanish and just fangirl a little bit inside? Yeah, for sure. Okay. But he's married to that tennis star, and they have like really beautiful, I think, twin babies. And they had another one. They have another little girl. So they're just such a beautiful couple. They are pretty much goals. And then I, I have people telling me that me and Nick look like siblings. And I'm like, really? Can you not? <laughs> That's not a compliment. <laughs> are they saying that to hurt you? I'm trying to remember who said that to me. I don't know, but I think it's more that we have the same coloring. Like we both have brown hair. He has blue eyes. I have green eyes. Like we're not polar opposites, but I'm like, yeah, but your face is not similar. Your way, you have like a way tanner, you know, skin tone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the tan one in this relationship. Thank you. But yeah, I just wanted to make that known that my obsessive personality, if you listen to Vortex and you heard about Darren, that was not the start nor the end if you really want me to go through i can name you about 10 obsessions that i had chad michael murray okay stop liking him once he got divorced because i i thought that was horrible like what why was third grade me so judgmental about divorce yeah really <laughs> embarrassing well then i had jordan jones okay everybody that's a whole nother episode i can tell you all about jordan jones he was an actual person well, not that celebs aren't actual people, but this was like a kid my age that I had a crush on. The highlight of it was when I tripped on one of those, um, you know what those, the climbing trees are where it's like a, it's a bunch of ropes at the playground. It's like a, you climb up to the top. It's like a teepee. It's like the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Um, 
yeah, I was trying to impress him and I was wearing, which I hate when people wear this. I hate when people wear, okay, I don't hate, that's strong. But I feel a little uncomfortable if someone is wearing swimsuit bottoms, but then they're wearing a t-shirt. Like, can it be the other way around? I feel just kind of like, like, I feel kind of like they're running around in underwear and they forgot their pants and it makes me, like, I'm like, oh, anyway, that's what I was doing. So I had on a t-shirt and then my swimsuit bottoms, really attractive. You know, I was rocking the mini muffin diet. I was like, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> and I, So this kid also never spoke like a word to me. Okay, the one word, the, okay, the four words that he said to me were, do you want to play tag? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'm sure we'll get married on this, on this jungle gym. So he's tagging me, I think. And I, so just picture, okay, I'm wearing my little limited two t-shirt that's too tight for my ass and, and swimsuit bottoms. And I like am running across this jungle gym, super unathletic. And he's going to take me and I just eat shit. Like, I just, I felt so hard, and I'm sure my little legs are just flailing around, and he had to come and help me up, and I was, like, actually injured. You know when you fell and you got, like, uh, like a scraped knee and, like, dirt in your knee? Like, that was me, and I was like, okay, that didn't quite work out so well for the marriage, but anyway, that happened. Then I had a crush on another kid at camp. That's another story. Um... And then there was Justin Bieber, Cody Simpson, Big Time Rush, One Direction, The Wanted, Five Seconds of Summer, Darren, Jason Aldean, Michael Kadire, Joe Mao. The list just goes on and on. Like, I have such an obsessive personality. It is, it's like sick. Like, it's not okay. <laughs> it's a good thing it's all centered in on Nick. Now. I know. Now it's all centered in on Nick, which um, I've actually included on our wedding website. I've included that. He liked me more at the beginning, and now I'm really obsessed with him and don't leave him alone, which is true. But I'm also really obsessed with you and don't leave you alone, so it works out well for me. I just need people. See, I'm glad, though, now that I have people who reciprocate, because in middle school and high school, none of these people were reciprocating, and it was really hurtful, and it was, you know, hard. It's hard when you spend your entire rainbow grocery store paycheck to go sit in the nosebleeds at a One Direction concert and you hear them say, Minneapolis is my favorite city. And then the ne next night you hear them say the same damn thing about Milwaukee. And it's like, really? <laughs> like you used to feel so honored when they said that. And it was like, okay, this is embarrassing. So anyway. I kind of wish that just once they'd get up and be like, I hate this city. <laughs> like, yeah, just... I'm here for that. Said it like it is. I know. Who was your favorite One Direction member, Katie? Okay, I wasn't really into them, like, when they were, like, a band. But since they've disbanded, I would say I follow Harry. Oh, yeah. Uh, and his music the most. Please, don't touch me. I'm Mrs. Styles. That was my go-to. But then I'd be like, well, I'll pick any of them. I was just really embarrassing. And I had a t-shirt. So I just want you to know that I wore One Direction t-shirts as a senior in high school. I I see that for you. See, you have like a really obsessive personality. <laughs> I have the opposite where like I, I should probably like care a bit more or obsess a bit more. But I kind of like tune everything out. And then I just go through phases of liking activities a lot. Rather than people, I think I like activities. 
Okay. Yeah. See, I wish I was you because you know what you sound like, Katie? You sound normal. Okay. You sound a bit more normal <laughs> than I do. That's why I'm still a little shocked that I'm getting married because I'm like, mm, yeah, I think like seven years ago I was like, Harry's my husband at one, a One Direction concert. And now I'm like, okay, I'm actually getting married and I'm kind of evened out and become a little more normal. So it just doesn't really feel real. Even even as a freshman in in college, I was like chasing five seconds of summer around when they came to Phoenix, like hardcore chasing them around. One of my favorite memories of you was sophomore year of college. I got like, I don't even know how many texts from you, but you were at a 303 concert. (laughs) You were just so stoked and thrilled. And I was like, that's so random, Rachel. Like, 303 was big when we were in middle school. I mean, it's cool that you went and everything. But I just thought that that was so funny. Okay, Katie, I completely forgot about that. Like, if you would have told me or asked me, like, have you seen 303? I would be like, what is that? No, definitely not. I have seen 303. I think that they played at our welcome concert. So every year ASU had like a welcome concert. And the first year they had Mac Miller, I think. Which, oh, that was that was probably the worst obsession. Imagine my mother's horror. When I am walking around in a life is dope or something sweatshirt that I wanted so badly. I was so desperate to represent Mac Miller that I bought a 3XL sweatshirt on Amazon because that was the only one available and I said well I'm not waiting I, people have to know that I belong to Mac that was what was in my head okay like that is mortifying but he did a welcome concert 303 did one and then Kesha did one so I saw three of those okay my college got like the the B artists <laughs> you know like not 303 they, they, they wanted so our first year, I think it was supposed to be Chief Keef, but he was in prison. Wait, wait Chief Keef? No, Chief Keef. Oh, okay, okay. Still don't really know. And then <laughs> sophomore year, it was <clears throat> Sammy Adams. Oh, he's cute. Oh, I love Sammy Adams. Wait, and, I feel like you should marry um, him, actually. Just on the low. You know, like, as much as I love Sammy Adams... I know like two of his songs and that was kind of most of the crowd as well. And then I don't even remember who they got for junior or senior year, but it was always like the really like, Oh, I forgot that they're even an artist. We all like one hit wonder type of thing, but funny if you think about it. Wow. Well, you know what? I can see that for you. There's a band though that did a, they have a song where they sing about Mankato and they're like, someone in Mankato playing Halo. Nick makes me listen to it all the dang time. Because if you guys haven't made this connection yet, where Nick went to school in Minnesota is not that far from where Katie went to school. Southern Minnesota people. So he's like all about it. He's in, This is one of Nick's favorite things to do. I love him dearly. He likes to tell me stories that he's already told me, but he tells me them as if like I've never heard them. And it's really, it's really cute because he's like, well, like I could tell him the story because I've heard it. But see, the thing is, I have a really good memory and <laughs> I don't think his memory is quite up to scratch as mine. So if he tells me something, one thing, I remember the story, but then he'll be like, 
what? You don't know that. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. Okay, you told me that yesterday. And it's okay. <laughs> I think it's really cute that you let him, like, retell the story, though, because he's obviously excited I do. about I it. Do. I, normally just, I normally just smile to myself and let him tell me the tell me this story and then I'm like whoa it's like it's like when um you know when toddlers like tell you something and you're like wow that's cool <laughs> no I'm just kidding his stories are pretty, all very funny like he has very funny stories but though this hail song I don't know what it's called I, I'm gonna ask him now and then I'm gonna put it on the story surely it has to be on Instagram like how cool is that so you can put music on your Instagram story I know he played it for me the last time I was in his car well, let's talk about the second to last time you, you oh no that that isn't accurate because um because you came again but let's talk about the second to last time you were in oh no 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 that is accurate Katie because we didn't have his car because you basically broke his car on our first <laughs> trip so um for those of you who are new to the new to the the town Katie has been to visit us twice in Australia and on her first trip all was fine and dandy it was a final day we were like Nick was like I'll drive you guys to Phillip Island so it's like a two-hour drive he drove us everything was fine we actually listened to Hotel Motel we were like 20 minutes away from home and then what happened Katie what song did you put on coke diet it's and my it's my that favorite it about pop. It's my favorite like uh pregame song. Like and all of my friends know this about me, but like if I'm ready to get lit, Coke Diet's coming on. Send it, help. And it's it's the remix, it's the Scotty B. Lorenzo remix, and it's so good. It's so good. <sighs> Now I gotta go listen to it again. But all I remember hearing is Coke, 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 Coke. It was so aggressive. And we are about to turn. We're like four minutes from home. And this song is like blaring on the speakers because both Katie and Nick like loud music. I would be okay if it was at like, you know, in the middle. But oh, let's not even talk about Nick and loud music. But anyway, it is blaring. Okay. And we go to turn, take this turn in this super busy intersection. And the car suddenly just turns off. In the middle of the intersection. And um, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. I start panicking, even though I'm not driving. And Nick's like, oh my god, what's happening? And so basically, we didn't we kind of push the car off the road? Yeah, we like pushed it into a neighborhood. And then Katie had been talking the whole darn trip about meeting an Australian guy. And here comes this godlike RACV mechanic fellow. And me and Nick are like, Katie, check it out, check it out. And she's like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm still thinking about my Coke diet song. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the right mindset to flirt right now with what could be my Australian husband. You are so dramatic. I am pretty dramatic. That's one of my best qualities. <laughs> but that's what happened. And then we waited. It was like two hours. We, I drove in a, I went in a semi truck, like I don't even know the truck to pick the car up and tow it because it had to be towed to our house and then it had to be towed again because it was a Saturday night and normal people were going out and partying and we were like standing on the side of the road. And do you remember where that was, Katie? It was like right next door to Hell's Angels, which is like a motorcycle 
Oh, I forgot about that. I and forgot I was, about that. We need to get out of here, okay? So I was like, hey, you kind of chat up this RACV guy. Maybe he'll, like, give us free McDonald's or something. But it was fine. It wasn't meant to be. She was waiting for some older suitors in Australia. You can't really blame her. You know my age group. If they don't get the uh, senior discount, they're too young. <laughs> Katie, honestly, like, I will not be surprised if she comes out in a few years and is, wait, that sounded wrong. If she, <laughs> sorry, if she, if she announces in a few years that she is in a relationship with, like, an 80-year-old, I would not, <laughs> I would not the, the thing is, they're, like, there's this like gravitational pull between us where like older men love me and I also have great conversations with them. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. Like we're just two peas in a pod. We get along really well. Well, I think I find it's them natural between you two. So this is another story. When I was um um when I was, it was, I think it was her second trip. I can't even remember what trip it was. It was one of them. Katie went into the city by herself. Maybe it was your first one. She went into Oh, it was my first. Okay, it was the first one. She went into the city by herself. And then I was going to meet her at um, 5 o'clock, 5.30 when I got off of work. So my train goes from work into the city back out to home. So I was going to meet her and we were going to go around. So she says, so she's like walking around the cafes and stuff. Yeah, it would have been your first one because you were alone. So she tells me where she is and she's at the cafe that's right next to the art center. So I can see her like from a distance as I'm walking up because it's right on the river. And she is sitting at a table with three 60-year-olds. And they're just having a beer and they're chatting away. I was thinking, you know, okay, she's either alone or she's with like a 25-year-old. No. And they are deep in conversation. She knows his entire life story. She is just all about it. And I'm like, what just happened here? It was very sweet. It was was so nice because they were giving her tips. She was talking about their families. But it was just so funny because I was like, Katie has no issues with this. It was very cute and heartwarming. Age is just a number. It it was like I um I went to the art gallery and they were close to closing times. Then I left, but it had kind of started to rain. So I was going for the the shops. I forget what they're called. Do you remember the name of those shops? Southgate. Yeah, so I was looking for Southgate, and I think that they could tell I was lost. So they were outside on the patio. But it was covered, so they weren't getting rained on. And I think there might have even been heaters, depending. Because that would have been spring turning. No. Mm. Fall turning into winter for Australia um, seasons. So then I was walking in, I think. Oh, South Bank, right? Spring into summer, but yes. It was spring into summer? Yeah. Your your second trip was was fall into winter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need it's to work hard. on my season. So then I think that they could just tell I was looking sort of lost. And they were like, Where are you trying to go? And I is it South Gate or South Bank? 
Oh, well, South Bank is more of the entire kind of area. And then that mall specifically is called Southgate. Okay, so I definitely said South Bank. <laughs> and they're like, you're here. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And they're like, what are you doing? You want to come have a beer? And I think they said it thinking there's no way this girl's going to say yes. There's no way she'll take us up on that. But I had time to kill still. I think like an hour and a half or two hours. And so I was like, sure. And they're like, oh, okay, come around. And so then, yeah, they ordered drinks and they were super, super nice. They actually worked at the art gallery, but had just gotten off work. So we were even in the same place. And um, they gave me lots of tips of places to go see and things to do. Um, But yeah, that's something I try to work on when I'm traveling is just being open-minded as long as it's safe, you know. Um, but I think it's and good, just Katie. I'm really proud of you. Like, I think that's one of your best qualities because there are so many people I know and just in general who would just look at their phone and just act like nobody else was there. And they certainly wouldn't, like, start up a conversation. And they certainly wouldn't go and sit at a, at a cafe and start chatting and learning more about people, you know? And I feel like that's a great memory. Um, almost as good as the time that I asked you to find my eyebrow pencil and you brought me back a pen. <laughs> that was an honest mistake it was like three in the morning but no thank you Rachel I, I appreciate you saying that when I was in Alabama just what was that a few weeks ago um, I had to wait for the shuttles so I actually flew into Atlanta you guys all heard about that I'm sure about my wonderful Spirit Airlines flights and how I got an entire row to myself I was very happy so I got into Atlanta I think at three, no, no, maybe four, maybe four or five, but the shuttle wasn't coming to get me until 830. And the shuttle was taking me from Atlanta into a smaller town called Opelika in Alabama. Opelika. So I had Opelika. Yeah. Love it. And they actually just, they just won a contest from some reality TV show that like goes through and rebuilds the whole city. So great things coming from Opelika but yeah is that where your family is they're close to there they're in Dadeville okay which is I think like a half hour outside so I had time to kill and I don't know if it's like a COVID thing maybe you'll know because you've been in some airports recently but like in the baggage claim area and mind you the Atlanta airport is enormous So, like, where the baggage claim area is, there were no benches or any type of seating. Mm. I've seen some places closing that so that it stops you from sitting, like, it, you know, so that people don't congregate. It was like that in our malls for a while. Like, we got takeout and we couldn't sit anywhere. We had to eat it in the car. I had a huge drumstick. It was bad. Okay, that makes sense. So... I think that that's maybe why they were doing it, but I had hours on hours to kill and I had nowhere I could sit and I, I didn't want to sit on the floor because it was really dirty. So I went outside. You and I was are like, better okay, than sitting sit. on the floor. Thank you. So I was going to go sit out by the bus stop. Um, and usually they have more like they have it running on the hour, but because of COVID, they're doing reduced hours. So that's why. And I just missed it. So I think I got in at five and there was like a 445 shuttle like no. I just missed it and um so then I went and sat outside for a little bit and I was on the phone with one of my friends so it was fine but then it started to get kind of chilly so 
what I did was I walked back in and they had like a restaurant. And do you know what restaurant it happened to be? Let's see if you can remember. TGI Fridays. Yeah, it was TGI Fridays. And I don't know if I've told you this. I'm a big TGI Fridays fan. I know because you took me there after a wine tour and we were like, it was after our first wine tour, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, I totally forgot about that. Yes, and that's when you told me that you don't tip in Australia. Yes, that's I find correct. it offensive. Okay, so, yeah, I just killed time at the TGI Fridays. It was really nice. I got kind of buzzed, and I was reading a book, and it was it was actually a really nice time. How many drinks did you have? Three. Mm, very. What did you have? I had three drinks, like never. What did I even have? Though? I think I just did like a vodka lemonade or something, but it, they were really good. You know, when they're good that you can't even taste the alcohol. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. So what you're feeling the alcohol. So and were you eating or were you just getting buzzed? Um, I ate. They have their like Jack Daniel glaze boneless wings. They're incredible. Highly recommend. Oh, my gosh. Please share them with me. So if you ever have time to kill at the Atlanta airport, I would recommend going to the TGI Fridays. All of the waitresses were super sweet. Um, Yeah, it was overall a good experience. Okay, TGI Fridays in Atlanta. I'm there because I would like to go there. So what what happened with the bus? Like, did you make it? Obviously you made it because you're live. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a shuttle van type. It looks just like Trevor's van for a white Stop. You're going to make me cry. And then there were two other women that were taking the shuttle with me. One looked about our age. She was going to go see her boyfriend. Super cute. And then the older one, she looked like she was in her late 40s and she was getting back from some sort of business trip. They were all super nice. The driver was super nice. I gave him a great rating on the survey he texted me. I always do that. I'm really good about taking surveys. Oh my god! I took one. You go girl. for AT and T. I should see if I can see what I said. I'm incredibly extra on them though. So do you remember when I went to visit you, and I had called ahead of time to set my phone up for like the abroad? Oh thing. yes, yes, yes. And then for whatever reason, it like didn't go. So I called ahead of time to ask like which one I should go on. Because uh, AT&T offers a couple. Yep. But they were like, she told me to do this one. And then I had $500 worth of upcharges. <gasps> Not okay. Yeah, I don't know if I can see what I said. But anyways, AT&T sends me a survey now. And it's just like a general survey. And everything pertains to the last three months. But... <laughs> They were like, are you satisfied with blah, blah, blah. And so I brought it up and I, it was like so long and so extra. It reminded me of my curology thing. Maybe I just like to like mess with people in emails, but I I said, this wasn't within the past three months, but I do have some, like, I think I said an issue with you. I called ahead of time to um, set my thing up to go abroad but then it started to run out of characters it wouldn't let me type the whole thing out and so I said if you're looking for honest feedback why would you limit the amount of characters I can use and I said and the next one it let me like it let me uh, like elaborate on my original post and I was like I, I said, I'm, I'm still upset about what happened a, cu- a couple years ago. <laughs> I had a, like a $500 overcharge. 
I even called your customer service to figure out um, which plan would make the most sense. I don't know why a plan was recommended to me where I would even receive an overcharge. Um, I feel like I'm holding a grudge against AT&T, but that's not healthy. I'm an Aquarius. We're not supposed to hold grudges. So I forgive you, but I haven't forgotten dot, dot, dot. Oh my God. You sound like a deranged ex-girlfriend, but I love it. I love it. I would do the same thing. And I'm like hoping they don't think I'm like a Karen. Hey, because I, because I was just like doing it like, yeah, was there some truth behind it? A hundred percent. But also like I was just completely messing around. Oh, my gosh. I love it, though. I think it's good, though, to, you know, I would be frustrated with that situation, too. And you're just telling it like it is. And yeah, why limit the characters? Let me tighten my little heart up. I struggle with those situations on whether you bring something up or whether you just let it go. Because part of me is like, you know, I I like to try and live by the philosophy of like, if it's not going to help anyone, it's not going to make anyone stay better. Don't say anything at all. But then sometimes I'm like, well, am I a pushover because I'm letting myself being taken advantage of or be taken advantage of? And then I'm like, you know, are there other people in my situation who like, I don't want this to happen to either. So I struggle with whether I speak up or don't speak up because I don't. It's tricky. I think I was like a little extra sensitive about it, too, because we still have to do a tell all on that trip. But you and I were already financially taken advantage of on that trip. So then for AT&T to do it to me, too, I was like, sure. Stabbed in the back. <laughs> I guess I'm just a charity at this point. The final straw. Yeah, that was that was rough. No, I, I think that's hard. I just went through that the other day with um, Perkins, which is we were talking about that earlier. I asked for no cheese on my sandwich. The sandwich has two types of cheeses. I told them that. I said, last time I was there, you put two types on there and um, and I can't eat cheese and I feel really bad because I don't want the food to be wasted. And so I explicitly said none of the cheese, no American, no cheddar. It still came out with cheese on it. And it was this whole big fiasco because I picked it up because I was trying to get it to my nieces for their birthday. And I felt really bad because, you know, I felt bad and I didn't want to make their days worse. And because I knew they were busy, but I also was like, I don't want other people who can't eat cheese, who get sick from eating cheese to pay for a sandwich that they can't eat when they explicitly say no cheese. And so, and a lot of times, like it happened to me a few weeks ago where cheese was still on it, but it was just a slice where I could like just pull it off. Mm-hmm. And, um, but this was like gooey cheese, like melted all over the bread. Like it basically, like I couldn't really, I would like, I, you, you couldn't really salvage the sandwich. Like I gave it, you know, to my dad and my dog. That sounds like a really good sandwich. Oh, it's amazing. But I ended up calling them and I said, I just, and I was really torn what to do. Cause part of me was like, let it go. But then the other part of me was like, no, especially because I explicitly said to her, you have two cheeses on the sandwich. I can't have either. And, and when she read the order back to me, it was correct. So however it went into the kitchen or whatever, it didn't come out correctly. And so I just called and I was really nice. And I said, listen, I don't want to complain. I don't want to make problems. I just want to kind of remind you guys that they're, that this has happened a few times now. And I just, I worry about the wasted food. Like I worry about people getting a sandwich that they can't eat because it will make me sick if I eat cheese. Like it will make me sick. And I have to be really careful about like, you know, like a pizza. Like I try and eat around it because 
I can do it, but it it's a hot mess. Anyway, it all worked out. They gave me another sandwich. I sent them a really nice review to their manager, and I said, you're very sweet. I really appreciated this, so I hope that that worked in the end. But we would like to know what your thoughts are on that. If you can help a girl out and you can let us know whether you keep your mouth shut at all times or whether you stand up for yourself or other people, we want to know and we want to know your tips so that next time Katie is on Spirit Airlines and she sits down and her seat doesn't have the sticker under it so she doesn't get the, the free miles, like, what does she do? Who does she talk to? Where does she go? We need to know. Thank you for listening to Help a Girl Out. This has been a random conglomeration of Katie and I's ridiculous lives um you know katie like not caring too much about anything except for uh emails to at&t and rachel bordering on stalking um celebrities so that's fine it's all fine thank you as always for listening to help a girl out we love you all we'll be back super soon don't even worry it's super casual and until then have a beautiful day